Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. We are proud to present our host, Lara Wells, with her show, Confessions of a Desperate Psychic. This show airs the first Monday of every month. As a renowned medium from Scotland with a very successful career spanning 25-plus years, she was voted the most spiritual female in the United Kingdom by the people. She's a professional motivational speaker and spiritual life coach. Lara provides insights into our callers' lives that brings clarity, direction, and motivation for them to reach for the stars. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Lara Wells is a publishing author of the book Spiritual Slimming, Slim Your Life, Slim Your Body. Lara lives in southwest Scotland, where she runs the Kirif Tree House, along with her partner, Ben, a mansion house surrounded by eight acres of its own land, which is now available for retreats, events, and spirit communications. Contact Lara directly for more information, www.lara-wells.com, or email larawells at me.com. Follow her on Facebook or listen to her YouTube channel by the same name. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time to see View and listen to all of our shows. For more information, visit cview1111.net and look on their monthly shows. Now, think of your question and get ready to speak with your host, Laura Wells, a psychic and medium who is real and has sparkle and pizzazz. Danny for that intro and thank you everybody for being here on Confessions of a Desperate Psychic. And today we have Lara Wells with us and the topic is money, magic and manifestation. Now we are experiencing a little trouble with Lara being able to connect the number she's from the all the way in the UK and sometimes energy and the planet and whatever you want to see uh, it's affecting our show in some ways that we just can't predict so we're going to call her using whatsapp i'm going to have her in a speaker and i'm going to actually 
uh, one shield she stars. So I'm, I'm waiting for him to call to answer the call. And she must be fronting that trying to answer uh, to connect with the, the computer. But let's hope she answers and we can start talking a little bit about who Laura is. So she is a national and international award-winning medium, professional motivational speaker and spiritual life coach. And let's see if she's here. Hey, Laura, can you hear us? Hello. Hey, finally. I'm so happy to hear you. Can you hear me? Because I can't hear you. Laura? I need to get a computer screen up so that I can get something. I'm trying to look at it. Okay, it won't. Put your earphones in this. Okay, let me let her know. Okay. We can hear you. Let me make sure people can hear. Hey, Tim Tunney from New York, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Perfect. And let me, I'm going to unmute you so you can hear me. Lara cannot hear me. Hold on a second. Um, Lara, can you hear me? Hello? I'm going to... Mute her and unmute her. Um, oh no, she hang up. Okay, so let's bring her this way. Hey, Lara. I was able. I was able to hear you this time, but you couldn't I hear me. No, I I was able to hear you, so I was just suggesting that maybe the volume was all the way down on your computer, because the, the last try, we were able to hear you perfectly. Yeah. Okay, so... Let me don't don't hang up. Can you do you want to do the show with your with your phone? I can try and do it on my phone. Okay. You said not to. You said not to. No, yeah. Let's let's try this. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to. Um, first, people can hear you very well now, so if you want to tell people a little bit about the topic, which is money, magic, and manifestation, while we try to connect on for the other way. Hang on. To do that, I'm going to actually put my hand, so I'm kind of on the back of the and I'm tangling my ear cords, so for some reason it wouldn't even go on like I can hear you. Okay. 
Yeah. So we can hear you and it's clear, so go ahead. Sorry, you're going to need to speak to me so that I can refocus on, on doing this. I'm on three computers up and we sat here since quarter past four and not one single one of them would actually play ball, but we would have played the full moon. Yeah, let's blame it to whatever else. So, Lara, I was telling people how you are a medium, you are a speaker, spiritual life coach, and today the topic is about money, magic, and manifestation. So, what is it that you want to share with all our listeners and well, hosts? We were talking about money, magic, and manifesting because they were on a very magical hunter's moon at the moment, and being um, a moon child, um, I'm very and sensitive to the energetic feedback that we get from the moon. So I've learned over many years to work with the moon as opposed to against the moon when it comes to manifesting, you know, of any sort. So we've all got a natural rhythm, if you want to call it, that actually is set from really right from the moment of conception, right, the moon phase that uh, we were conceived at. And then, of course, we've got the moon phase that we're born at as well, which then subsequently affects the energy of the next generation, down, et cetera, et cetera. So I find that probably um, being a medium and being um, a professional intuitive, that, that over the years, that probably when it's come to them, you know, clients asking me questions, right, I can kind of pretty much that if people don't have money, they, they lack the choices. You know, if we don't have money, we lack the choices in order to go forward. And people, other people would say, well, but that's a very materialistic thing. But when we're living in a three-dimensional world like we are, right, we have to play the game of, um, I suppose, the systems up to a point when it comes to um, the money and being an exchange for things. So you can't really get very far, can you, Claudia, without it? No, you can. I remember actually in a time of lack in my personal life, I remember going through a, it was this, um, it was like a meditation group and they were all doing this board, this vision board boards where you went, you needed to plan, okay, so what do you want for your life in five years, two years, one year? And Lara, I was unable to place anything on that board because my fear or my life in the moment was so huge that I was even afraid to say well I went to travel because it was like well I can't travel I can't do anything so how am I going to dream about something when right now it's zero so I understand what you're saying yes
okay, so it could create anything which is not necessarily what your innermost desires are. All right, Claudia. Mm -hmm. So I can understand that with the vision board. I find that as a medium, it's so hard to think of myself. Right? I don't have much um, perception about even myself physically, right? It's always about other people. It's always about how, you know, feeling the energy from other people all the time. But I think money, when you're a highly sensitive person or an empath or working in a creative or caring or a spiritual profession in any way, we tend not to have a materialistic or what we call materialistic grasp on the whole money thing. Would you agree, Claudia? We tend to be a bit kind of passive with that side of things. Mm -hmm. Which is wrong, right? Well, yeah, because really, it, it doesn't have pull the self-esteem down. You know, every now and again, we'll raise our heads to the past bit to make us think, oh, you know, everybody else is great. Why do we feel like we're in lack? You know, because we're constantly giving energy out. So it does affect the finance. And the amount of people that I've spoken to in a spiritual, creative, um, artistic, um, entrepreneurial, spiritualpreneurial profession, um, they tend to always link it with lack, right, with um, financial lack, emotional lack, um, you know, a lack in some way. And I've learned over the years that money and love are of a similar vibration. The universe quite often can't understand the difference of, of either because of the frequency that it's on, all right, both of them are on. So also it, it boils down to relationship. Now, so if I were to say to you and any listeners, you know, at the moment, what's your relationship like with yourself, right? And that's a reflection of your money, all right, of your financial side, all right? Now, we can superficially think, oh, you know, I look great today, so I feel great today. But I'm talking about what kind of relationship you really are. Are you kind to yourself? Are you plagued with negative thoughts all the time? All right, which in actual fact, your inner, inner girl or inner guy is getting seriously dejected by the negativity that we're perhaps self-talking within ourselves. All right, so vibrationally, it makes our vibe, because when you think negatively or you feel bad in some way, your vibe goes down. All right, so you come off that money vibration, you come off the vibration, more importantly, of receiving than anything else. Because make no mistake about it, abundance and money is always its way to you, right? It's we create it like magic daily, but there are some things that we can do in a spiritual and empathic way in order to um, readdress that balance, Claudia, and actually make it so that um, we can reframe it in our mind instead of it being materialistic, right? It's actually a, an abundance of everything is our, is our God-given right. All right, we are magical beings. We are capable of manifesting whatever we want. All right, um, I just hope that it was, like anything, it's always do the operator, isn't it? So you keep, you know, your thoughts and your intentions and your your mind and your soul aligned, you know, and do it for the best of reasons. Why would it not come to you? So, Lara, what, what you're saying is in the, in a point of your life things are not the way you want, then there's something that you're doing wrong or what is, where is the thought process as well? Well, and I, your whole, this is when shifting is important, energetic, because, because we have blocks within our system. We're often not aware that they're there, 
right? A lot of people can fixate and clients can fixate on removing blocks. So thinking not of the blocks being there, but breaking through them to get to the other side. All right, and and actually pushing through them. We have hang-ups. We have old conditioning that's learned from our parents, from our grandparents, which aren't necessarily uh, constructive and supportive of the modern society that we're in presently. All right. Um, so yeah, if there's a block on the flow of money, it's because there's a block, or fundamentally within ourselves, that we don't believe that that money is coming to us. Right? We don't believe we're capable of being worthy enough in order for that flow to come to us, to receive it. All right? And as a, as, a, as a human being, we also fixate, have to see that as well. We often don't, and understanding this, this is really important, right? Even though we talk about money, magic, and manifestation, all right, that, that really, if we even stop thinking of it in terms of money and think in terms of opportunity, which will bring that money, because money is always a result. It's never something we aim for, it's a result of our actions and our intentions and our perceptions all in alignment with themselves. All right, so like you with the, the cosmic board, um, Claudia, and I've done the boards as well, and you know, I would, I would be there thinking, suddenly I've come to a grinding hole, what do I pin up in it? <laughs> right, and then you have to ask yourself, what is it you actually really want? And then the realization of, actually, I don't really know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you know it's probably that's the way my life has been almost always. Like I really don't have a. I see people that seems to have a clear path in their lives. Like oh, I'm gonna be this, 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 this. And if you ask me where are your goals, what is it that your heart really desires, I'm usually just say like uh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So suddenly, and it seemed to make sense before you got the vision board out, didn't it? Yeah. Right? So you, you all start with great intentions, right? And I find this. Have you ever done the, the planning side of things with anything, right? I'm, I'm, I'm the hand up. I'm probably the world's worst planner, right? And when I, I'm aware that when I give myself a plan, for some reason my system starts to create things round about that, and I'll have all sorts of distractions coming up. And I'm likely at the end of the day to look back and say, oh, God, I didn't even stick to the plan. The plan was just something for me to diversify from. Mm. Yeah, have you done that as well, Claudia? Yeah, it's almost like you're yeah. talking about me. Yeah, I do. I know. I think what's <laughs> wrong with us. So then we get the journals out. Like, I have my dream book and everything next to my bed in the night time to see if we get next. And, you know, I don't believe you. I believe that if we've had a bad day, which is still right for me, one good thing in that day, in a book, get it out there, right, so we can go to, to bed and, you know, sleep peacefully type thing, right, and then the same in the morning, obviously. But like you with a vision board, I, I adapted it a bit. What I would do, right, and this was many years back, I'd get a sheet of A4 paper, and, and at the beginning of the year, when people are probably making New Year's resolutions, right, I decided to take it into this way, and years later, I found out about cosmic ordering, by the way, so this is before all the cosmic ordering even became popular and the law of attraction became popular. I have a fundamental understanding because the universe has laws, all right, and some of them can be bendable and other times they are fixed and, and it doesn't matter what you do, these laws will always take place. So I decided that the pen was mightier than the sword, right, so I, I, at the time, even before,
and I would get my piece of paper out at the beginning of the year, I'd write nine things that are up, like, um, I suppose, aims, um, something I wanted to achieve or something that I wanted to have. I would write nine of them on this piece of paper, fold it into itself nine times, pop it in an envelope and write the date on it and then I would put it somewhere safe. Which inevitably, I could never find when it came to actually the end of the year actually to, to look to see what happened. But so often that one would go into the next year and then when I was clearing out, I'd find, I'd find like a two or three of them all together. And then I'd be like, reading them and kind of you know, I, I was amazed. I thought, oh, I've achieved that, I've achieved that, and I've done that, and I've got that. And I'd look back and I'd think, I can take every single thing off here. There must be more to this than meets the eye. And I thought, if I'm writing it, right, even that once I'm able to detach from it, therefore it's attaching to things that prevent them from coming into our space. Now, we did a, a series, didn't we? We did a, a program, um, was it the last time that we did this, a couple of months ago, Claudia, about um, man, quantum manifesting, really, you know, when you provide that space mm -hmm. for what it is that you want to come into reality. So linking all together, the writing it down was intention. I was able to cut it, but listen, my subconscious mind had already clocked this, and it was already in the making of making sure these things happen without me act, without drawing my attention to it. Mm. Yeah, and so I learned a lot from that. I thought a bit like ordering on eBay or Amazon. You know, you put your order in, all right and then you forget about it, and then you go off and you do other stuff, you provide that space, you don't focus on it, and it comes into play. So writing out, you see, nine times is actually a magical thing, right? Because nine divisible by three is what we call an infinite number, all right? And which means that it's got the power of three, right? Three threes are nine. So we've got um, um, this amazing magical numerological element to it as well and of course if you do these things on a full moon you also add power to it as well hmm. and this full moon was really powerful it, it, yeah. uh, I don't know if people that are, are listening to us and we're going to start getting colors but personally Lara I have been knocked out at 8 8.30 p.m. it's like something poof and I'm gone. I just can't keep my eyes open. It's this heaviness, but but it's 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 a it's it's kind of nice because then I I have these restful nights, even though they are full of dreams. Some those dreams don't don't make any sense sometimes, but it's almost like to me it has been like this amount of energy has been so high for my body that I just need to go to sleep. Exactly, but I believe on an energetic side that you're actually at a very deep level, right? Your your innermost desires is actually working on pulling into reality what what the next chapter of what what she what she wants to develop and actually bring into manifestation in your life. All right. So when you get incredibly tired like that, pay attention, give in to it, don't fight it, right? And, and you give it a few days, and then a wonderful opportunity arrives. And you realize it's connected to something you thought about a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're off to India too. Right. So you're also pre-anticipating that. But I'm a feeling that you're going to actually, um, I suppose, align with a, with a lot. And it will really help evolve you more. 
on your journey of spiritual development. I feel that the inner you is convinced that she's going to get something she needs by doing it. Yeah, I do believe that too. Yeah, the way that you just described to me, I thought I'm familiar with that. And you know, even myself, I can go a day or so and think, God, why am I so tired now? And then I have to remind myself that don't run around and make yourself worse. Just give in. It's called surrender. Surrender. When you surrender, right, in the Bible and many different teachings and stuff, it talks about surrendering to God. Right, you surrender to that energy. Allow that space to, to then be created. So you're running a full pelt, slam the brake on, go to sleep. You, there's a space provided and then what you you want to, um, to happen manifest in that space. This is why it's important to do the inner work and to, to also um, work it, the intuition, developing that and connecting um, her or him with the soul as well. Both working together is extremely powerful. Thank you, Laura. So are you ready to take some calls? Okay. okay, so we have many people, so if you're ready for your question, press 1. And um, first of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch from one type of listening to another because I'm using the phone to connect you with Laura, so bear with me. And I'm going first, I have to mute this one. So everybody can hear me now, and I'm going to bring Tim from New York to the show. Hey, Tim, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Laura, can you hear Tim? Tim, is it? Hi, Tim. Hey, Laura, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a nice day in my city. Uh, well, straight to the topic, uh, money and manifestation. I uh, got a new job offer supposed to be coming soon. I'm a little bit nervous. It's some stuff that I haven't done in years. So I just was calling to see if there's any messages for spirit or just anything in general uh, about me manifesting this abundance. And uh, I know it's subconscious, all subconscious related. So I'm trying to do some inner child work, uh, inner child meditations with myself to try to get my subconscious in okay. order and clear those blocks. I just was uh, wondering if you had any messages or information for me. Well, there's actually quite a few different layers in that, Tim. What star sign are you? I am a Gemini. Ah, there you go. There's the issue. <laughs> I meant that in the best possible way. Geminis are actually, without question, one of the most cleverest signs of the zodiac. But because they're so mentally stimulated and like a lot of feedback, as you can imagine, they're very capable of creating a lot of issues sometimes out of nothing. And, I mean, don't, the, giving a Gemini a choice can be the hardest thing in the face of the earth, right? Because feel, you'll feel stuck in a never-ending loop. So, first of all, it's very much um, about visiting things from the past, you know, I suppose, talents, aspects of yourself, what you were able to do before, reminding you that, in fact, there's a lot more to you than meets the eye, some of which you, you're supposed to just let it go, Tim, and other things, you know, you're gathering up the 
parts that are required now in this next part of your journey. I have picked four cards while you've been talking, and I hope you can hear me okay, but it said that quite categorically, out with the old, in with the new. It is your time to go forward, and just because it's maybe start, like the kind of work that you would do before, right, you're at a different time in your life now, and I think you're wrestling with the, I think I'm just going back the way, all right, but what you're doing is you're stripping from it and this is a new part in your life going forward. It's not going to be the same as before. And I know for a fact you've got this. Your cards say you have entirely got this. Um, it's going to be an adventure, all right? Try not to be too hard on yourself and put yourself down. Um, you do have the confidence for this. I have every faith in you. And there'll be so much room for growth. I think you'll look, you'll look back as if you'll get a moment to do that, but you will look back and think, Shit, what was I worried about? This is awesome, right? You've got some fantastic-looking cards, but I do hear your worries. I think that we change and evolve as people as well as we go forward, and sometimes what we want, I feel that you think that you may have sold yourself short by actually going into this this new job. Is that right, Tim? Yes. Okay, so you feel that you're... And you are designed for more than that. So look at it that this is a new platform just to make your next spring-loaded step, shall we say. You've got, there's just something about your energy as well where um, I feel that you're actually a very evolved soul, so it must be a bitter blow actually to feel that you're going back the way. But there's people in this next place of work that need you to be there. All right, I don't know how much you know about spirituality and about evolution and how we're evolving and DNA downloads and stuff like that, but it looks like you, you people in your energy um, feel better. So it's a case of you've got to be there to heal other people and to send that amazing vibe that you've got out to other people to help mankind. Okay. You didn't got expect it. that, did you, Tim? I did not. <laughs> well, I don't know whether to apologize or not, because I feel that I think you're capable of far more than what you give yourself credit for, right? But I do identify, I can hear it in your voice, there's an anxiety there, and I think it's the overthinking that's causing the anxiety, all right? It looks like you've completely had to change your life. And um, you, you are literally taking baby steps again, but it's going to be okay if I can just reassure you with that. You've got this. Well, I really appreciate it. That's really assuring. Good. Thank you very much for calling in, Tim. Sorry it wasn't longer. <laughs> no you, problem. Tim. Thank you very much. Okay, so now we're going to go with our next caller. This is Mandy yeah. from California. Hi, thank Hi. you for taking my call. Hi. 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 Um, Hi, how are you? So I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Um, so my uh, question to you, I'm wondering what you pick up regarding the sale of my home. I've had my home listed for sale. Uh, it's been a couple of months. And um, I recently, just a couple of days ago, lowered the price even just to get a sale, stimulate some action. And uh, I'm so ready to move. I've visualized it. I'm you know, put the positive vibes out there and nothing's happened. And I'm wondering what you see around this because I'm very, very eager and I'm, you know, I'm not attached to this house. So 
there's no cords that are binding me to it. So I'm wondering what you see around this. No, but the house might be attached to you. Right, so, so which is fantastic. You're aiming very directly at it. I would probably advise you not to aim so directly by keep thinking about it all the time and worrying about it all the time has kind of been counterproductive to all that wonderful, you know, all the wonderful things that you've done. Interestingly enough, when you said about lowering the price, I just picked a card where the, like, I could see the money had gone down. It says here that you'll sell this property just before Christmas, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Just before Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got the Christmas card here. And financially, it doesn't make sense to, to keep it. it. It will go. And and so it will sell. You've lowered the price, but that could be reflective as well of you wanted to sell. You're making it easier for other people to, excuse me, purchase your property and attract people in, you know, maybe that have a, a certain budget. But is, mm-hmm. it, has it, is it attached to your fear that it won't sell. So what I would, what I would definitely do, but it is a money magic manifestation um, call, of course, is um, we could switch to the manifesting side, the crafting side, all right? And I would write that down nine times, the same thing on a bit of paper. Your house is, like, your house is selling by December 2019, for argument's sake. I mean, you can make up the wording if you want. Mm-hmm. Fold it nine times, put it in an envelope, and put to, like today's date on it or the day that you actually do it. I've picked cards here. I know this house is going to sell before Christmas. And by saying that, I'm hoping that it's going to reassure the inner girl, all right, of this. Instead of should have sold the end of July, August. So you see, this is why I'm looking at energetically. There's a, there's maybe been a lot of fear and it's maybe attached to... Um, like some separations that you went through or um, some changes in your life when you were in that property. And so the house could actually be attached to you. So you may need to go in is to buy a clump of sage from um, like eBay. You can get mm-hmm. it for about four to five pounds. Well, the pounds, so it'll be like maybe six or seven dollars for some white sage. I have sage saged the house. You like. I did sage the house. Yeah. yeah, I did that already. Yeah. Good. Have you put salt around the house and put some tea lights around the four corners of the um, house and mm-hmm. um, some salt from mm-hmm. one candle to the other one to the other one? Um, and I would go around and say that you, you release the house. I would even rub mm-hmm. your hands together and put your hand on the brickwork, right, and see if you can feel the pulse of that house and feel the heartbeat of the house. And I would communicate with the house that way as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we know it's going to sell. Right, it we're actually yeah. already, so it's not going to be that far away. Yes, it's been two months already, and um, I'm like I said, it, it's it's just I don't know. I expected it to sell much sooner. I, I guess I was, you know, just very positive and and enthusiastic, and I felt like good energy, and I, you know, I just felt like my my energy would make it sell faster, and but I don't, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been What's October. Your reasons for selling the house? I'm sorry. Your reasons for selling the house? Oh, oh. The reason is I want to be closer to my family. Uh, I'm going to be moving out of the state. Um, yeah, there's no family here, so it's it's not that fun, you know. I want to be able to see my family more often. Okay, and have you already got somewhere else to move to? 
not yet. I need to sell this house before I can purchase another property. But I have I have, I have in on an area though. I know what area I want to move to. Okay. And I recommend yeah. what to do is you move through the house sale, and I would get go get details of other houses in the areas that you you want to be in. All right. And actually, right. if yeah. you look beyond the house sale, right, as you find another house, the one yes. that you will you're trying to sell at the moment will release. All right. Right. So you're taking the energy past the actual what you want to happen. It's all right. the case. If you look at it like if you ever worry about having enough money to pay a certain bill and you worry and worry and worry and then it gets to that day and something else always turns up. All right. So mm-hmm. I need you to develop that attitude and I think the only way you can get round about that is to take it into a different house, right? Start yes. visualizing that house, get some details and particulars, go and look at the house, right? You know, so right. that you're away from that house and you've gone past that house like you're already expected to sell. Right. I'm doing that. I'm looking online. I've I've, I've narrowed my search, uh, you know, down to three yeah. or four places I could buy. I've already done that. I visualized yeah. how this house could work for me and, you know, what what it might be like. Okay. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Just keep that aligned. Look ahead. Not, I, I know okay. it's so difficult because it feels like um, you're going against actually what's happening right now. But I think it's having the ability to, to mm-hmm. move past the current reality into the reality mm-hmm. you want to create. Okay, okay. Yeah. That takes practice, what does, Mandy? Mm-hmm. What star sign are you? I'm a Virgo with Scorpio rising. Yeah, okay. Vir- Virgos do overanalyze. They also can over, like, they, they love to, as my mum would say, um, do her market research, you know, to love to go on the internet and always looking at is a, is a pair of shoes, you know, cheaper or those yes. ones nicer or looking at property. Yes. And um, in fact, she used to drive me insane when I was little, would you believe, dragging me around all this property to look at. She never even bought any of it. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> that was I like know. in reverse of what we're talking here, you understand? So, <laughs> at least you, you are going to um, be moving and I know that your new reality is nearly on its way, so we need to get we need to get it all stitched up, if you know what I mean. We need to know where we're going, and so I would. Yes. The Virgo mind has to do that. The Virgo mind will constantly look and search, so we have to get it plenty of fodder. Yes, I, uh, I I'm out there looking. I've been looking in that area where yeah, I want to move. I I've seen a you know a few homes online, and and I'm I'm just ready to go. <laughs> Good. Have you actually gone and done any house viewings yet, Mandy? Have I gotten any what? House? Have you been been to any house viewings yet? Oh, uh, y- yes, yes. I have seen some properties, and now they're off the market because uh, you know other people have bought them. But uh, there are new ones I I have my eye on. <laughs> Absolutely, and of course that gives the mind a kind of. Um, I suppose the heads up that their properties are sold in that time. Why? Why hasn't yours? You know what's wrong with mine? Um, yeah. Have you also as well? This is only. I used to work in the property area, and I was like a real whiz at um, moving properties on energetically and stuff. And I would always look oh. at how the energy flowed into the house, and if in doubt, mm-hmm. shove a mirror inside the front door so it reflects any bad stuff um, back out the door again. It doesn't come into the house. Mhm. Mhm. I don't think there's anything negative. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. If your house is next to a road, if the pathway comes directly off the road, that sort of thing. 
But I think it sounds like you've got this, and I'm absolutely sure that this is happening very soon. Very good. I appreciate that. Okay, thanks, Wendy. Thank you very much. No problem. Bye. And and being that Virgo is Earth sign, it would help try to make it as much tangible as you can. So the, the, the suggestion that Lara says to go physically to the house that you want, it helps a lot to Virgos because you're Earth sign. So now let's go to this other color. This color is a yeah. 770 color, 322. Can you give us your first name and where are you calling us from? Hi, my, na- my name is Maddie, and I'm calling from Georgia, the Atlanta, Georgia area. Maddie from Georgia. Thank you. Hi, Maddie. Yes. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I have a. Um, I wanted you to scan and see if I did the right thing today. I had a court date this. I had a uh, had to report to court this morning. And uh, because I received a citation for um, a car accident, and um, so I pleaded not guilty, so they um, they reset my court date for November. And um, according to the, I spoke with the the public defender and asked him how did, how does that work? Because this is all new to me. He said. You know, if you set your court date for November and um, no one shows up like the other person that was involved or the, or the policeman, that they would throw it out of court. And so I was just wondering, sitting here thinking, did I do the right thing or should I went ahead and paid the fine and uh, and forgotten about it? Um, you fundamentally don't believe it was your fault, do you? Um, I I don't believe it was my fault. What my court my my gripe was uh is that um whereas I was hit and when uh ambulance came to take care of everything, they were actually had me taking care of me and um and the other two women that hit me I otherwise I didn't really get a chance to talk to speak with the policeman. He helped the cop with with what they said and gave me the citation. And the public okay, defender. Okay, and the other two women got got them as well. Pardon me. Did the other two women get the citations as well? The other cars. Uh, that I don't know. Okay. Did they tell the thing me is, you could the, have done that. Wagon. Yeah, that's a path of least resistance. But it's also, I feel it's more than that where your life's concerned. I think the car accident like that is actually reflective of what's actually going on in your life, and you feel unheard, right? You feel like you've got all like feelings and emotions, um, and you you're not able to take them anywhere. All right. So it looks like in this case, right? It's it's. I suppose the universe trying to get you to um, speak up and speak your truth, right? I think the part in you is, you know, saying not guilty means that you have to go to court, you have to now compile your case together, right, and get somebody to represent you. And it seems like such a hassle, but I think for the inner you, right, for the girl that was wronged, uh, uh, you know, a while back, 
and that for some reason in your in your life it's, it still keeps coming up, you know, and you're constantly left in a position where you have to suck eggs and you don't and you're not able to tell or take your truth to anybody. Does that sound about sound familiar, Maddie? Well, in this case, um, they uh, they 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 wrote they gave me a citation because they said I failed to yield, which I did yield. And when I I saw the um, uh, coming traffic, and uh, and I was so sure that I had enough time to go and pull into the driveway, but obvious they were um, they were they were moving pretty fast. And um, okay. and uh, and no one no one took the uh, deliberately to find out how fast they were driving because we were in a resi- residential area, and um, so I just felt like, hey, no one he didn't listen to me what I had to say what they had to say because I was kept in the wagon so long that when I came out, you know, to me, did you make that turn? Yes, I made that turn. Well, you get a citation, and and I thought. Okay, um, I um, I was just wondering, you know, did I do the right thing? And I and I say if I do, if they don't show, but anyway, all I know is the public defender told me if they don't show, um, if the cop or the other persons involved don't show on the fourth of November when is the reset date, that uh, they just throw it out anyway. So there you go. Yeah. So I have to say, it looks like you've done the right thing. I have a funny feeling that's what's going to happen, but you've had to go through that stage. But I think, what star sign are you, Maddie? I am a Capricorn. Capricorn with the Leo rising. All right, okay then, yeah, I'm familiar with the Leo rising. I have to say that it was probably the best line, you know, of that you could do. You don't feel... They sound like they were probably going too fast, right? And the whole thing put together, they kind of just all came to the conclusion that you didn't allow enough time, right? Because there was no way they could measure them maybe at that point in time. Um, but I picked four cards here, and it says that after the, the other side of that, it feels that things are getting easier for you, so it does. Everything will be okay, and I do feel that it will get chucked out of court. Thank you. Thank you. That's okay, what I no was telling you. No, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to... But that is what I was cut thinking. Yeah, you know, they probably forward. won't show up at eight o'clock in the morning. No, but who wants to? <laughs> you know, and, exactly. Uh, I would make a mission to be there at flame at half past seven in the morning just to make sure nobody turned up. <laughs> <laughs> be the first one there to get in line and get it out of the way. Yes, I hear you. I hear you. That's it. Yes, yeah, that, that's a very good suggestion. Thank you. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And and I'm surprised they should have thrown it out of court today because no one showed up, you know. But I guess court, I don't know how court was. How many days did they even know they showing up for Christ's sake? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All I know is I sat there and I watched, and she was throwing quite a few out of court. Like, dismiss, uh, let dismiss, go ahead. (laughs) And I say, wow, she's in a good mood today. Oh, for goodness sake. This will be fun. Yeah. Anyway, good luck, Maddie. Take care. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, this <laughs> is uh, like I said, this is the first time for everything, and this is my first time I ever have to experience this. And I say, oh wow. I say, well, you know, first time thing, first thing 
first time for everything that you have to go through. So uh, I put that in my experience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a It's a good day. But thank you again for calling. Okay. So, Bye. So now we're going with a 630 number 747. Hey, can I have Hi. your first name you're calling us from? Lisa. Lisa from Illinois. Illinois. Uh, what's your name? Lisa. Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Yeah. Now, how can I help you today? Yes, I wonder what you see with me finding a property. I've been looking a while, and I'm really hoping to find something soon. Okay, okay. So have you, have you been looking in any areas, have you? Yeah, I have a specific place in mind, and a couple things came up, and then they didn't work out, you know, over the course of a year, and I didn't put in an offer, but I feel like the next time something really good comes up, this time of year is a little hard, but... You know, I'm I'm thinking maybe it's yeah, but it also can be a good time of the year to to pick something up. You know that um, other people have missed as well. Because I've picked some cars, Lisa. What star sign are you? I'm a Virgo. What, what star sign are you? Virgo. Oh, Virgo! Another Virgo. Good mm-hmm. Lord, right? Like the Virgos are winning out today, Claudia. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got the um, sign after Libra, the end of September, October, right? And we're um, in Libra at the moment. So it says that you'll find your house the end of October and November time. All right. So I suppose really what we need to know is that you're going to be in it by Christmas. So so you think I will find something really good in the area I'm looking soon then in the bottom line? You are fine. It says to stick to the area that you're looking all right, and um, you the end of October, November is when you actually um, get an offer accepted on the house. All right, I'm not sure how long the buying process is over where you are, but it does say that you will be in by Capricorn the end of December, January. Okay, so you've actually not got too much further to go. I know it seems a bit like a thankless task. Have you got a list that you're actually trying to stick to? Because you're a Virgo, have you got a list of requirements that you're looking for? Yes, um, and I'm trying to be a little more flexible. Like I'm willing to do a little bit. Like if I had to put floors yeah. in, if it was I was trying to in the candle. Yeah, because remember the universe responds to your subconscious list, not the one that you've got written down. Okay, so if you've got those points written down, the, probably the inside part of you at the moment doesn't believe you're going to be able to find something that has all those points there, and that's exactly what's playing out. All right, so it's, I suppose, scrapping that list, writing a new one, maybe whistling it down to maybe five things that you're looking for, right? Let go of the attachment to, to you know, all the other stuff, right? And just know that the universe is going to bring you in the house of your dreams, okay? The, the, the one that you will have, but we need to get the list out of the way. Yeah. Well, I've been doing that, actually. I've been much more open. Like, Girl. you know, I'm not going to do major things, but I don't even care if the bathrooms aren't fixed, but if I had to just put in a granite counter or if I had to, like, redo the floors in the living room and dining room, you know, I'm willing to do that kind of thing and put in a few, you know, a few thousand dollars, you know, but I'm not going to do major construction. I just won't get involved in that. And, oh, my God, this can be like a nightmare. Yeah, so, um, I mean, yeah, they love 
properties and that, but for some reason I felt that you were going into more of a newer type property, all right? And it's not like a, a you know, an apartment or anything like that. It looked like it was like a, a cottage type house, a small house. No, I'm looking at condos, and I do want them to be more fixed up, you know, not not totally modern, but somewhat. That's exactly, yeah, well, it's, for me, it was like a new build. I get the whole appeal with the condos and all the rest of it, but maybe try and go and look at a couple of other types of properties, right, just to, so that the energy is not all pooling and fixating in a certain way, all right? So what I would do to get what I want, I would take it to the opposite of what I wanted, and then I get what I want. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I can't get another kind of property. I'm not going to get involved in repairs and all that, and I want a managed building, and it has yeah. to be that way. What I'm saying, you know, I, what I mean is, it's nothing to do with the repairs. I see you in a, a newish type property, all right? I don't see you making lots of repairs. What I'm asking you to do is just randomly go and look at a couple of other properties that are maybe like houses and stuff, and then the condo that you're meant to have will come up. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, and then do you think if I do find something, you know, like you said, in the next couple months, I have to sell my property. Do you think it'll sell good? Like I needed to do a little bit of uh, certain repairs, you know, and I'm getting that done in a week. Yes. And I do, I can see you moving a lot of energy around about the property that you're in. All right. You're moving it around. So you're, you're moving the energy. You're keeping the chi going really actively. I would recommend that you get some sage from eBay or order from the internet and sage right up in the corners of the property and just um, de-ionize the energy within the home, all right? Because I feel that it needs a little bit more of a magnetic attraction in there. Okay. All right? Um, but those repairs are done. Declutter. And declutter it and everything, right? Because it has a little this. bit of clutter. Yeah, you've got this. Everything's going to be okay. Okay. You think it'll sell good, um, you know, then, once I put it on? I wasn't going to yeah, put it I'm on until, sure I, find, until, I, until I find yeah, something. You... No, I'm not putting on the market now. I don't want it to sell before I find something. I have to find something first, and then I was going to put it on. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Um, I think I was totally just struck because it was the opposite phone call of the lady before, wasn't it, Claudia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's and you're already ahead and finding something first and know that it'll sell, you know, and that's going to that, that's well, probably it's why the opposite. It, you're it but really it's the opposite here. of that. Yeah, I mean it's the opposite of yeah. that lady. I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna put it on. You're actually displaying what I was trying to tell the woman before to do. To find something. So Okay, so I don't know. I was like having a little problem, like yeah, on the ceiling. Do you, do you think? Do you think that'll be fixed? I'm supposed to have somebody start packing. Get some boxes. Start clearing out your stuff. Packing a couple of boxes and putting them in a cupboard or a room somewhere, so that actually magically we get the universe goes. Oh, they're moving and makes everything happen quicker. Yeah, and do you feel like my ceiling, like I was having a couple problems, like with some nails, like pop, do you think that'll be solved? Because I'm supposed to have a really good painter here next week that's going to help me. I think it's going to do the world of good. I'm sorry you've had problems with it. Yeah, 
So you think it'll solve good? Like he'll be able to fix them? Yes. I think I think this will do what you what you need um, to have it done. Yep. Okay, because it's still a solid building, okay. and you know it's a, it's a good building. You know what I mean? Like it's you know, yeah, modern bathroom, kitchen, wooden floors. You know what I mean? against 
all the other reasons of resentment or how could that happen, how could we have let it happen, you know, we had literally handed a house sale that should have been ours to them on a plate, right, and there was nothing we could do about it. So that day, what made the difference, you know, so that was four years, right, from the start to the finish, but I took a year out. It was the energy in my solar plexus that stepped up and propelled it to happen within 24 hours. It's like a, it was like a, a dominoes all, or cars all lined up. First one was pushed and everything else fell into place. Of course, needless to say, if you could imagine that that actually was a very tricky conversation to have with the ex-husband at the time, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, honey, I've put the house in the market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day he came home from work, by the way, honey, we've sold the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that didn't even go anywhere. If it didn't, the guy didn't even have time to adjust to that, but... Um, that's how fast it can happen, right? I'm testament to that. The first time, all these fears, insecurities, that's got to happen, but that's got to happen. There was so much clutter in my head that the next time it happened, it was like night, night and day. Pay attention to the signs. Know what that feels like when you get a sign coming towards you. Step on that train and just keep going with it and have absolute faith that it's going to come true. You're magical beings. Right, when we get our shit out of the way, we can be magical beings and create magic in life. And I want to say good luck to everybody that's doing the property thing at the moment, because there seems to be loads of them. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I wish we could just connect the ones selling to the ones buying, and it would be just so easy. That would be really funny if we were looking in each other's area, wouldn't it? <laughs> I was thinking of the people, the two girls that we just had, I was like, oh, I think they should talk to each other, because I maybe the one selling is the one buying. So we don't know. Because we live in, in such a big world, but yet it's so tiny that sometimes oh, yeah. your next-door next neighbor is the one you were supposed to marry, but you never met him, right? Oh, so, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I, that happens actually more often than what you think. You know, best friends and then never saw each other that way and then further down the line. I remember one client when I said to her she was going to end up marrying her male best friend. She was absolutely appalled, right? Or you couldn't, it would have made brilliant viewing. She was like, no. And then she said, the next, she went to bed that night. She got up the next morning. She, in fact, she woke at 4 a.m. the next morning, Claudia, and all she could think about was her male best friend, right? Mm -hmm literally was counting the hours down to when he got up and she said then she had to go around and see him and then she felt she couldn't leave him after that and mm -hmm. they are happily married with three children now by the way just to let you know but um that was a very you know probably pivotal for me because like you're saying it's just under your nose your actual house purchaser could you could bump into it in the grocery store down the mm -hmm. way yeah, yeah, that's true. And 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 you know what I mean. And then you look at, when you go in their house, you think that person looks familiar. And it turns out you've actually seen them subconsciously when you've been in the grocery store. All right, so we're all connected, all connected in some way. Well, it was another great show, Lara. Thank you for being here. We had great the me. end of the show. Well, we were able to fix and go through the technology. So, haha, technology. <laughs> we can. Yeah. We can play around. So let's make it. I can't believe every time I come out, I could be sat here with it on my screen and it's working, and then for some bizarre reason, it's like the whole system goes down. Three of them went down at this side this time. Yeah. <laughs> I, <don't> I know <laughs> I know that too well. So, Lara, yeah. okay. I'll see you back next 
No, no, next month it's on December that you're back. Okay, okay. On yeah. December 2nd. So thank you for being here. And everybody put it on your calendar. Lara Wells will be back on December 2nd. And yeah, and absolutely message in if there's a topic that you would like me to talk about or you'd like us to go into as well. That's right. So, and thank you, Lara, and I'll see you back in December. All right, that's great. Thank you so much, Claudia. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.